0: Hi, I'm Rach. And I'm Tish. Welcome to Blondes Blondes Out Out Loud. Happy Wednesday. I feel like I don't have a voice at all. Yeah, you probably don't. You've been a little busy the last two weeks. Yeah, we have. I also feel like I don't either, though. But it's also the morning. We're doing this really early in the morning. Yeah, but I feel like I haven't had a voice since our bachelorette party. That's fair yeah you were something else we had our bachelorette party what two weeks ago now yeah well just over a week ago because it was not this past saturday sunday but week and a half ago yeah i can't believe it's already a week and a half gone from i know today like it's now 17 days until we get married Damn. How are we feeling? We are under twenty now. And it's almost it's gonna be single digits soon. The time is actually flying. It's going by so fast. It really is. Like I still feel like we have like three months, you know, to go. And in reality we only have a couple weeks. We go back to Wisconsin. We're I think we're gonna start driving on the nineteenth. Yeah, we have to drive again. That fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm dreading that part. But it's okay. Oh, it's crazy. And the worst part about it is, like, we have to eat healthy when we get there, too. Like, we can't just, like... Go to Culver's. Go to Culver's. Go to Senor. We can't do those things. But, like, we didn't go to Senor last time, so I think we really do need to go this time. That is really sad. Just once. Like, I'll break it, because, like, I'll just get taco salad. So, like, I'm only cheating a little bit with the chips and queso, but it's fine <laughs> just do it the first day we get there and then we can go on several walks and walk right yes yeah, because that's another thing is like we i need to keep walking yeah but yeah our bachelorette party was really fun we got there on thursday it was very very pretty like the view yeah it was it was in wisconsin it was um near the border of iowa for anybody who's familiar with geography um but right, the mississippi river like flows right through our like right down the border there and into iowa and so it was right right near there and it was it was technically like on the water but mm-hmm. it was raised up high and there was it was like fenced in so you couldn't actually get down to the water which was ended up being fine like we didn't need to go in the water anyways but um the view was beautiful like it was this huge cabin like it was your typical wisconsin cabin but like times 50 because it was ginormous it slept so many people and there were three floors there were like two master suites that both had jacuzzi tubs which was nice there was a hot tub there was a fire pit there was um i don't know what else was there a whole ass a movie theater oh yeah there's a whole ass movie theater we which we didn't even use. yeah i really wish we would have we didn't even use it but one of the girls told me that it was actually like not working like someone tried to turn a movie on down there and it wouldn't work mm-hmm. so we that's had a pool table that's kind of sad there was a pool table there was like the old olden day like games where it's like the, oh god i hate I mean, saying this but like the two guns and it's like this like almost like a pac-man machine type game box you know yeah. what i'm talking about with like the two guns and like the shooting game there was a bar downstairs so like it's just the typical like that was Wisconsin nice. yeah but the view like you could not beat that view yeah it was stunning like i think every morning i just like went out on the deck and there was like a deck on the like main floor and then there was like the downstairs open area where you can walk out into like the patio area and the fire pit but like I just like went out on the deck with my coffee and just like stared in awe at the view it was so pretty and you could just see for miles like I think that's something we took for granted when we lived in Wisconsin like a couple of our friends who came to the batch party from Connecticut for the first time um like that was the first time they'd ever been in Wisconsin like they kept saying like they felt like the biggest difference was like you can just see for miles So, I guess, like, that's one thing we definitely took for granted. But, like, because you look right, left, whatever, you see buildings and hills and mountains and stuff out here. And that's beautiful, too. I mean, there definitely are still views out here. No, no, no. I'm not saying there's not views. I'm saying, like, you can't just see flat land for miles and, like, look out and that's all you see. Right. Um, But, yeah, the batch party itself was wild. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I know Saturday night, I definitely blacked out because I was looking back on everything and I drink like we both drink like twice Nothing. a year yeah like we never drink like we just I don't know if we do it's because we're like going out for Halloween or yeah it's one of our birthdays and that's really about it and so we don't we don't get drunk very often but I definitely was feeling it Saturday night I and was I looked probably the drunkest though. Thursday. That's really depressing, actually. It actually is. Because that was, like, the night everybody was chill. She came up to me, and she goes, it's Thursday night. I was like, you need to calm down. But, like, it was fun. Yeah. And our friends had so many cool things planned for us, like, games. I feel like the games were the best part. Like, we were put into teams. I could have done that the whole weekend, like, literally just... yeah we were put into teams and just like competed against each other the whole weekend and i'd like to point out that my team won Mm -hmm. even though my team kind of changed a little bit because one of our members got injured you know we would have won if we would have wagered more at the end yeah i know that's on you we only wagered 100 and and v was pissed at you She's like, Tisha told us only to wage 100, and I knew the answer was right. It's okay, we cheated anyway. You looked up the answer? Yeah. You're admitting this on live air? Live air? You're fucking kidding me. So, my team was the only team that actually knew the answer. I know Lexi's team cheated too. Lexi's team cheated. Wow, that makes me feel even better about myself because it was a question about the Olympics. I'm like, hell yeah, I know that yeah i will admit we looked it up because i had my phone already. i am gonna kill v no listen no I, I am it's a little early for her right now but i'm gonna fucking kill her i'm texting her after this podcast i had my phone because there was a question about me on there and it was like what time was tisha born and i i know that like i'm not stupid and so i was like 1226. 26 well now everybody knows but they're like, nope, that's wrong. And I'm like, no, fuck you guys. Like, I'm calling my mom. I'm, I get on the phone with my mom. I was like, you're wrong. And my mom said 1227. I said, no. My favorite you're part. You're wrong. My favorite part was when you asked your mom, well, where did you look to figure that out? And she's like, I just guessed. I know. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? I know. I was like, no. Like, there is literally a sheet that says, like, Letitia was born on 1226. And so I, I, anyway, I had my phone. And so... I was wow i, was I am so upset but that just like proves right there that my team was meant to win mm-hmm. good job i mean Thanks. of course you would know that it's a fucking olympic question well i don't know all the olympic questions <clears throat> but that it was my birth year so that was one that i actually knew because like the categories were my birth year tisha's birth year um boobies what was the other one wisconsin and connecticut. wisconsin and connecticut those were the categories and um so the question the question that where we wagered our points so you wager your points and then they ask the question and we were like fuck it we have nothing to lose let's wager all of our points and it was a 100 level question too it was
1: 1996
0: for 100 and the question was where were the olympic games i think it was summer olympic games held in 1996 and i knew right away i'm like easy atlanta georgia like i just that's a question i knew i don't know why and everybody else how is like how the fuck huh? do you know that well i was born in 1996 so it's like you know how you just like know like no. certain things about it and no. actually that book we were looking at that my mom wrote out pretty sure that that was in that book when i was born no she like answered questions in a book when i was born like who was the president and what was happening Maybe. and i'm pretty sure she said olympic games atlanta georgia but anyways i'm also a big sports person it's so. okay you won we get it no i know i'm just saying like Everybody else was Googling it. I know. And I was like, afterwards, I'm like, were y'all just Googling all the questions? That was, to be honest, like, I swear on my life, that was the only question we Googled because we were like, let's just, we got to win. Yeah. Well, and I had Tisha's sister on my team, and she's a queen, and she doesn't cheat either, so. Yeah, well, we all cheated. Wow. I feel really good about myself, and I am going to punch B in the face. I was really surprised Joe didn't know it, but... mm i'm not really surprised she wasn't right. even born yet well i guess that makes sense um anyways so yeah it was a lot of fun my team won the trophies and yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie there was some drama i'm not gonna get into it but like you put 15 girls and not to mention like two of- two sides of people who don't know each other together into a house for four days like i feel like that's bound to happen yeah um but like aside from it it was the most amazing weekend i like, really liked those boob cookies and the chocolate chip cookies oh yeah the cookies were about bomb them. yeah um but yeah i had a lot of fun and i don't know i hate attention being on me not like, me. I hate it so much. We all know you don't teach, but like, I hate it. But that weekend, I was just like, hell yeah, like, I'm gonna embrace the attention. And like, I don't know, we just felt so loved. And like, we're gonna have even more attention. People on this. showed up for us. Oh, you know the tiktoks the favorite tiktoks i'm talking to the people listening to this podcast because tisha knows what i'm talking about but like yeah. the bride's favorite things they did that for us that was my and favorite it was thing. like it's like my i always like i feel like i say core memory all the time but like that is like the core memory for me now like i belly laughed so hard during that entire thing i'm so glad they actually did come up to their own music yeah that was like funnier they showed up for that like they did so good Mm -hmm. and that that that, those videos just make me so happy um but yeah so that was our batch party that is done and over with and now we are like full throttle towards the wedding like i am like super excited i'm so scared people come into work every day and they're like how many more days and they like we have i have a calendar on my door and they're like looking at the calendar and they're like oh and i'm like i don't want to talk about it you know what's getting close when you have family members like reaching out to you asking questions and it's like oh my god yeah i mean i have some stuff i'm probably gonna work on today and like I mean, really just, like, up until the wedding. Like, it's it's crazy because we have stuff here in Connecticut. And then we have to bring stuff back to Wisconsin. Yeah. And it's all just going to, like... Everything that we need to get done now, we don't have much time. Like, we literally have, like, a little over 10 days. So, it's crazy. It's terrifying. Yeah. And I guess, like, the, the best part about it all though is like we're in a really good place yeah like I know we have little things that we need to work on and finish up like a lot of it is like the gifts that we're doing for people we're working on and stuff like Mm -hmm. it's little things like that it's not like figuring out the table seating arrangements mm-hmm. or any of that like we have all the big stuff done, that's done yeah and that feels really fucking good it does like so it's mo- i think my biggest concern i've said this a few times to other people is just like the decor because you can't just go in and like practice setting up and see what you like it's mm-hmm. like you we literally so we have our venue from 10 a.m the morning of our wedding until 12 a.m midnight midnight yeah and li- so Less than twelve hours we have our venue and we're gonna be getting ready at ten AM. So we're leaving it up to our That's not less than twelve hours. (laughs) Fourteen hours. Sorry, math is hard at six AM in the morning. Um you're right. You're hey, you're not the math gal. Good job. I know that was I I was really proud of myself that I caught that. Fourteen hours. Um but anyways, what I was saying is like we don't have or we won't be able to do any of the setup ourselves because we'll be getting ready. Yeah. And so we're leaving it up to our wedding coordinator and a few other people who are going to help him out. And like, he's just going to rely on photos we send him and everything that we've told him in all of our meetings. Mm -hmm. And like, that's terrifying to me. Yeah. Like, what if we walk downstairs and we're like, what the fuck is this? Well, I mean, I definitely will like check in because I'm not going to get into my dress obviously until like closer to one Mm o'clock but I definitely probably will especially like in the morning even help set up just because like the girls are going to be getting ready at nine o'clock not me you know so I might just that's true that's true go and check in but yeah the decor is like my scariest thing for me like that's the thing I'm most worried about yeah I think it'll be okay though because when we were back in wisconsin last time we did pull everything out yeah and our venue is just beautiful in itself so it's yeah. like it's hard to fuck that up but we had our final walkthrough also oh yeah that weeks. went really no, well that went really well it definitely gave us like a better idea of like everything like yeah what things like, are going to look go like. to the venue sit down with the owner of the venue and like the i don't know what her, what her title was the like day of contact i guess is what she is she's like there for the entire wedding day she's like the venue contact for the day and then like our coordinator came Mm -hmm. and after we were done talking with the owner in the day of contact like we got to walk around the whole venue with our coordinator and be like we want this here and this here and i think this would look great here and what about this and we made all of our payments like it was good yeah it It definitely feels really good because the only thing we have left to pay is catering and so which that's gonna change a little bit because we realized in our first quote we forgot to include our vendors well they didn't ask I know but but that's I mean that's something they will ask us at our final meeting Mm -hmm. because we haven't had our final meeting with our caterer yet so yeah it's it's gonna be good. It's coming very fast, and we're very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't wait to like, like podcast afterwards and just like relive the entire thing. Right, but it is. It's really sad that it is gonna go by so quickly. Yeah, it's gonna be here and gone. Just like the batch party, and the batch party was f- like three, three days. days technically. you add it all together Mm -hmm. and that thing came and gone it was gone so fast and I'm just like oh my god it's already over think about the wedding day where we'll have 14 hours well and the worst (laughs) thing about the wedding day is like think about how much time we'll actually have together You know, you spend the majority of it apart. Getting ready and not seeing each other. But that's why I'm glad we're doing a first look. Because if we weren't doing a first look, we We wouldn't see each other until 3.30 at the ceremony. I know, I know. So I'm grateful for for that. Thank you for convincing me to do that about six months ago. I feel like the first look is going to be... The first look... I mean, the whole day is going to be my favorite. But the first look and our last dance are going to be my favorite parts because it's just going to be you and me and, like, the whole focus is on each other. I think the first dance is going to be one of my favorite parts, actually. Because of the song? Because of the song. I just don't like dancing in front of people. I know, but I think in that moment, like, we just came down from the Grand March, which is going to be – I'm so excited for that, too. And to go from the Grand March into our song like that – Like, I'm just... its I'm going to love every single thing about that. You guys, Tisha was gone. She left me alone in Connecticut for a week because she had another batch party in Wisconsin to go to. So I've been gone. She just got home. But I've been gone. I mean, I've been alone for a week now up until yesterday. And I, like, was very emotional. Just, like, I don't know. TMI that time of the month. But, like, also just like was going through some yeah. shit and also Tisha was gone so you know how like you're so used to your person being here every single day and then they go on vacation by themselves or whatever for a week like they are gone for a whole entire week and out of your reach and you just like kind of get sad like I'm okay I'm an independent person but yeah it's just weird like you're sleeping in your bed alone I was a single dog mom of two <laughs> and one of them's a psychopathic puppy who keeps you up all night like I was just feeling it and I was telling one of our friends I was like you'd think I'm going through a breakup right now because i have the whole week listened to the most depressing music ever I'm so sorry like that's just the mood I was in and it wasn't like I was crying or anything I was just like vibing to the depressing stuff you know yeah. and literally like Kelsey Ballerini's uh breakup album or her divorce album I was yeah. blasting that I was listening to Renee rap anyways the other song that i kept listening to was our first dance song that's and when i did cry it was that song i was listening to because i'm just like it's like in 18 days we're gonna be dancing to that song and like i just get goosebumps when it comes on and i'm like i'm like holy fucking shit like this is gonna be a song that is just gonna mean something to us for the rest of our lives but it is the perfect song every time i listen to I it and I'm, I'm so excited. i'm so glad we found it like yeah i i'm excited and i think it just like means so much more because it's carrie yeah like i love it yeah but so, anyway now that we're 20 minutes in and we haven't even started the topic of this podcast well it's we, okay it's a kind of a short one anyway yeah i mean we kind of talk about it but i mean we we talked about how the Jeopardy had in Wisconsin and Connecticut. You clearly tell that we've been traveling from Wisconsin and Connecticut. I was just in Wisconsin, and Rachel's in Connecticut. <laughs> so sorry, but this week we're going to be talking about moving across the country and how that was for us. And U hauling, baby. Well, we didn't U haul though. That's the thing. Like, well, you're right. But we were we were we in a U haul. <laughs> we did take a U haul, but we didn't U haul. Yeah, we we truly didn't do the stereotypical u-haul experience as lesbians because no. it took us a hot minute but i mean you kind of know like you moved no. to my hometown not true i moved to your hometown but i didn't move in with you so I, we still That's didn't true. do the it, whole... it took us a year before we lived together yeah a little over actually a year because yeah. we started dating in april and i didn't we didn't move in together until june yeah um but a lot of people ask us like why did you move to connecticut like, I feel like I get that question all the time, and to be honest, like, a lot of people don't know where Connecticut is if they I don't know. live on the East Coast. It's kind of funny, and I'll be honest, I didn't really either. I when I was applying either. to jobs out here, I was like, Connecticut, wait, I gotta look. Like, where? Like I know it's on the East Coast, but what is that by again? Like, what states are near it? Like, I had no idea that it's, Connecticut bordered new york well that's what i was gonna say like it's, that blew my mind it's funny because i used to go to new york all the time and i had no idea yeah
1: yeah it's kind of like
0: right there to most people out here i feel like if you don't live in connecticut it's kind of like a drive through state for you mm-hmm. and if you do live in connecticut like i don't know it's just connecticut but it's it's something that not a lot of people think about because it's such a small state and it's rather insignificant Yeah, if you think about it, I mean, there's Hartford, but But nobody cares about Hartford. I mean, there's there's like, I mean, like, Yale is out here. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I feel like that's what you think of. If you know Yale well, you know, it's in Connecticut. But Mm -hmm. um, so why we ended up out here? Well, let me tell you why. Um, So there was a point in our relationship where Tisha and I were sitting on the couch. And oh I don't my know God. how this topic got brought up. But I was telling this story to my cousin like a few weeks ago when you we were having coffee with her. You multiple times at the batch party. Did I? Yeah. Oh, apparently. See, I told you I blacked out. Um, um, I said a lot of things at the batch party, I think, that I didn't know I said. It's okay. nothing bad, really. No. So we... We're talking life on the couch. We were living together at this point. I think it was like two years, two and a half years into our relationship, probably. Probably. And we were just talking about the future. And Tisha and I, as we've said on this podcast many times, like never fight. Like we just don't. We have bickering, of course. This wasn't even a fight it kind of was like I was really hurt this was the first time I was ever really hurt by you like I was really upset like sad scared like questioning our relationship because of what you said to me and seriously yeah because just wait till you hear what she said to me and like I was I was a little it was the first time I was ever like a little nervous about our relationship and we were like two and a half years in and I knew Tisha loved New York City like everybody knows that about her and she go when we lived in Wisconsin she came out here all the time just to go to New York City that was like her trip every year I was like oh have you been here no I just go to New York City oh (laughs) what about the west nah New York City like every every trip she took was New York City yeah so everybody knew that was like her place and I knew that too and I knew she wanted to live there someday that was not news to me i was like okay that's fine like someday we can live in new york city or no whatever. you didn't even say that but continue the story well in my head this these are my thoughts i'm like yeah maybe in like 15 years we'll move out to new york city so we're like sitting on the couch and she says to me she like looks me right in the eyeballs and she says to me i don't know if this is word for word you might have to tell me what you're i know actually what said. i said say it i'm moving to new york with or without you yeah. Or like it was like I, I will be moving to New York someday with or without you. With or without you. And it was the with or without you that got me. Like with or without you I'm doing this. Like essentially what that said to me was like if you do not agree to move to New York with me I'm breaking up with you and everything that we've built together over the last two and a half years I don't care I'm going to New York and if you're not coming that's it for us. There's no discussion about it like she was so serious too like this wasn't just like a laughing moment like she didn't say it and laugh she like said it and she was like yeah like I'm very serious about that and I was like okay had this been like a month or even like a, less than a year into our relationship fine but this was like two and a half years and she was still set on like I don't care what happens between the two of us. I'm going to New York. At that some is point. not like, what. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. And we did. We talked about it more and more, and like, that's how it was. Like that conversation. That's how it ended. Is just like, yeah, no, that's it. And I was like, but that is not what I meant with it. I was basically just saying like, this is my dream, and like, I'm not going to have a relationship hold me back. Exactly oh whatever exactly so what i just said um and i mean obviously when you're like in the heat of the moment like and you're like talking about life and whatever those conversations get pretty heated and that was the first time where i like was really upset and like scared and i'm like she won't even like talk about this like it's not even an option not to and I knew it wasn't happening anytime soon because we were just, like, good where we were and, like, there wasn't any reason for us to be moving to New York City. Like, she hadn't gotten a job out there. I hadn't got one out there. Like, I knew I had time to, like, think about it and kind of reflect on everything and and process, like, that whole conversation before anything was actually going to happen. So, again, we ended up being fine and whatever, obviously, because here we are now, but I also just wanted to note, like, lately a lot of people have been saying to me that like something that they admire about Tisha is that when she sets her mind to something she does it and that is so true about you like Mm -hmm. literally like I think it was was it V that was telling me like you told her you you were talking about podcasts and she was talking about how, like, her yeah. and Rob wanted to start a podcast yeah. or something. And then you're like, you know what? I think I want to start a podcast. And then the next well, day... Well, I've always you, wanted to. Well, I know. But then, like, the next day, you ha- we had started this. Like, yeah. literally, like, two days later, we had done our first episode for this. And V was like, she's just a go-getter. Like, she just goes out and does what she says she's going to do. <laughs> and... Um, like that's, that is really truly something to admire though. Like when you set your dreams in place, like you just go for them and you're not letting anybody stop you. And I think like that is really cool. Like I do admire that about you. Yeah. But I think at this point in our relationship, I didn't realize how real that was. Like how intense your intentions were. Mm-hmm. Um. But long story short, we had that conversation and then I was finishing up my master's program at the time or short, like a year later maybe even I don't even remember the time frame for sure but after my master's program like Tisha and I had talked about like let's get out of here like let's get out of Wisconsin and I just knew that I wanted to get a job like I knew what kind of job I wanted to get and doing what I wanted to do and um, so I started looking at jobs because I was like as soon as I have my master's I'll be able to kind of take a step in a different direction and and do something different and I just started applying to jobs everywhere I Mm -hmm. knew Tisha wanted to be on the east coast and I had lived in my hometown my whole life except for one semester of college where I lived 30 minutes from my hometown so like this was big for me that I was even considering moving out of the state let alone across the country and I I didn't really have any off-limit states out there like i was applying i think i applied to something in delaware to tons in new york connecticut um massachusetts i think pennsylvania like i was just trying to get tisha closer to yeah. new york city and then i got an interview at a place in connecticut and i was like Again, where the fuck is Connecticut and how to like, you know, look into that and everything. And like I had my, actually the funny story about it is I had my Zoom interview first and it was the worst interview I'd had. I'd been doing a ton of interviews up until this point and I felt so bad about it. Like it, I was like, there's no way they're calling me back. Like, that's fine. I didn't want to move to Connecticut anyways. And then that same day I got a call back and they're like, we want to fly you out here. And I was like, okay. So that was a shock. But then I flew out here for the second interview and then they offered me the job like two days later. And it all happened so quickly. It was so fast. Like, Tisha and I were like, it was to the point in the job interview process where you were just starting to get like really frustrated. Like, Mm -hmm. both of us, like, Tisha wasn't obviously interviewing at the time, but I was getting really frustrated and she was getting frustrated too because there were so many jobs where it was so close. Like, we would be looking at apartments in the area that the job was like oh we could move here if you get the offer and then like it just wouldn't happen and i they'd go with somebody else and yeah we were at the point where like this is never gonna happen like i'm just gonna have to find something local and we're just gonna have to like keep pushing forward and eventually we'll get out there but then this happened and it did go really fast yeah and i think it was like a shock for us it was well and i was at my best friend's It was my best friend's wedding when I got offered the job. It was like the morning I was getting ready with her on her wedding day when I got the phone call with the job offer. So Tisha wasn't even by me because she was back at the hotel at the time Mm because she wasn't in the wedding. And I remember like I was on the phone with my now supervisor – outside of the getting ready room because i didn't want my best i didn't want to make my best friend's wedding day all about me and be like oh my god i got the offer you know so i didn't even tell anybody in that getting ready room until the end of the night i told my best friend that we're probably moving to connecticut but i called tisha right away and i was like holy shit mm-hmm. and like we're had the conversation over the phone like are we moving to connecticut like yeah do we do this and it's like okay we need to like think about this a little more and talk about this a little more when we have time and we're not at a wedding and we're together and we can sit down and like do some research because we didn't know anything about Connecticut or the place I got a job offer or anything um but it happened so fast and I think like when Tisha and I saw each other that at, at the wedding then that night like we looked at each other and we're like we're moving to Connecticut yeah Like we just knew. I think we also were just like so over like the job search that we were just like
1: And I needed experience. So it was
0: like it was the like the thing I wanted to do the most. Like I was applying to a different a lot of different areas of what I do and this was like the perfect job for me. It wasn't necessarily the perfect location, but it was the perfect job. And I was like, I can take this job. We'll be an hour and a half from the city and Like, I'm going to get experience and then we can get to New York when we get to New York. Right. But that's how we ended up in Connecticut. And to be honest, like, I never thought I'd be moving across the country. Yeah. Never. I'm, I'm so glad we did because it's a whole different world out here. It is. It really is. It's and we've been noticing this a lot because we've been going back and forth so much with the wedding like our actual summer vacations are going back to Wisconsin <laughs> like for the past 2 years because like that's all we really can do right now yeah. because of the wedding. We have to plan it and we have to be there to do a lot of this stuff, so we just go back to Wisconsin. And we've been noticing it a lot that like the differences are so insane. I remember like the first time we moved out here. We were walking in a cute little like downtown area with like lots of shops. And I just remember like seeing another gay couple and we were like, we can hold hands here. Yeah. And it was like we could hold hands and people wouldn't look at us. We, it was so normal. Yeah. And I think that was like our first like, whoa. that was like the crazy moment for us and i actually remember i posted something on my instagram that same day yeah i'm gonna go find it because like we were both just like like we we knew that the east coast was going to be a lot more accepting for us if we're in the right places obviously there's places out here that aren't but um we knew that sorry we're looking for the photo right now um yeah so this was september 23rd of 2021 which was literally the same day this happened because it was right after we moved out there and i had posted keep forgetting that i finally live in a city where i can hold my fiance's hand in public without getting stared at such a wild concept and it's so true like i said keep forgetting because like we're so tisha and i were so ingrained to not hold hands in public like yeah we had to act straight or we like can't show pda no showing pda and we're not big pda people anyways we still don't show a lot of pda but like if i do want to grab her hand in public i can do it safely now yeah you know and like in wisconsin we didn't feel that way and no. we still don't like when we go back home right i call it home still but like when we go back to wisconsin to visit people like we go back to our old ways of acting straight and pretending like We're friends. Everybody thinks we're friends or sisters anyways. So Right. Like, we just go back to that little small world of ours because that's what feels safe when we're there. But when we're out here, we have to remind ourselves, like, we don't have to act that way. We don't have to pretend. Right. I definitely feel a lot more comfortable, like, here if someone asks me, like, oh, is that your friend or your sister or whatever? Like, I feel a lot more comfortable being, like, no, like, that's my fiancé because the reactions that I get are a lot more like accepting yeah but like if someone asks you that in wisconsin it's like they look at you weird they laugh at you it's just a different vibe yeah and i mean like even something down or even down to like the establishments that you walk into out on the east coast versus out in a small town in Wisconsin I mean obviously if you go into like Madison or Milwaukee or like some of the bigger cities even lacrosse is okay or our wedding venue <laughs> or our wedding venue yeah um some of those areas are better but like a small town Wisconsin hence like where we had our batch party we did not go to any bars yeah. we didn't go out we went to dinner and oh my god we didn't even talk about that experience that was the most awkward experience ever like we walked into this uh brewery in a town of like 500 and everybody's jaws like dropped to the floor they had never seen so many women dressed up so nicely and everybody's just like in their camo and cowboy boots and but also they probably were like they definitely did not think that we were like getting married together they probably thought it was a combined party. party yeah yeah yeah, for sure um but like you you walk into like a bar or some sort of other establishment in small town wisconsin and you look around and there's like Signs like yeah. "fuck Biden" signs, and like we can refuse you service. There's here, very and, a lot of like misogynistic shit too. Yeah, and guns everywhere, and dead animals on the walls, and like I know there's places in Connecticut that have that too, but like you don't just walk into a bar and feel like you're not welcome there. Yeah, and it that's just how I happen. feel. Like that's how. I mean, because I was at a different bachelor party like the following weekend and i was texting rachel i was like i can't wait to she's come like home. get me out of these bars yeah like and it's and it obviously like i'm gonna be there to support my friend and everything but it it was just it's so different from what i'm used to because i mean i'm like i didn't feel safe there like yeah. and like i was glad i wasn't there with her because we'd have to pretend yeah you know And we don't feel like that out here at all. No. Like, everywhere we go, we see people like us. Mm -hmm. We see people showing their true selves every single day whether it's through the way they dress or whether it's through holding their partner's hand walking down the street like people just don't care nobody bats an eye right unless you're walking down the street in hartford by our apartment complex then they bat an eye at two blonde blue-eyed women and whistle out their car window and honk yeah, but, but that's, that's, that's another different. story <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it definitely is like a different vibe and i think that's also like why i'd always like tell rachel like no we're gonna move to new york because like when you're in new york and even Connecticut's kinda like that too, but not as much as New York. But when you're in New York when you're in New York, no one gives a flying fuck. No. We were walking around one day and there was this I don't wanna gender them because I'm not positive, but there was this person, full ass titties out. I love that. No bra, nothing. I'm like, I think that's illegal, but good for you. Good for yeah. you. It but, shouldn't be. We should be able to let our tits free. I'm going to say that right you now. You can genuinely be yourself in New York and no one cares. No like, one questions what you're because wearing. Because everyone is in their own little world and they've seen it all. Yeah. And it's great. I love that. It's like a sense of freedom that like, I think I always wanted because I did come from a small town in Wisconsin. So I would go to New York and I would be like, whoa. Like, people can live like this? Like people can dress how they want people can be what they want to be and like people i mean people definitely judge people in new york yeah. but like people don't like just judge you for holding your partner's hand on the street right when you are both women or both men being in new york whatever. is probably the one place where i feel like i can actually like kiss you in public yeah and not like i know it's fine yeah like, yeah, we've done it once, and we got someone, like, saying, ay, ay, or whatever. Yeah. Like, don't get us wrong. There's hate and discrimination everywhere you go, including in New York. But that is definitely just a place, given its, like, size and population and just the amount of people that are always around and the amount of different people, like, diverse people that live there. Like, that. that's just one place where you can go and just be whoever you want. Yeah. You can be whatever Barbie you want to be there. You can. And I love that about New York. Or can um but yeah like honestly tisha not forcing me tisha encouraging me to really like get outside my comfort zone i would let me start over i would never have moved out here had i not met tisha and now what do you think I don't know that I'll ever move back. That's how how I am. Tisha has, and this is why I love her so much and why we're so good together. Like, we balance each other out so well. But she has pushed me so far out of my comfort zone in so many different ways. Yeah. And this is, moving across the country is, like, the biggest way. Like, she, I said, I want to stay where I'm comfortable. And Tisha said, no, the fuck you don't. And she pushed me right out of that. And I'm so glad she did because I cannot imagine what my life would be like if I still lived in Wisconsin. Yeah, no me neither. I mean we every single time we go back to Wisconsin, we, we can't are, wait to come back we to can't, come we're, and we're so grateful that we live here. It's like yes, our our lifestyle is so different, but we genuinely do feel like this is our home now. Wisconsin yeah. is our where our family lives. Yeah. But it's and I and I feel bad because it's like some of our family would be like Oh, like, are you ever gonna move back? And I kind of just laugh. I'm like, no. No, Probably not. Like, I've always, everyone that has known me has always known that, like, Tisha was gonna move. And I think it was kind of a shock to them when I did because they were like, wait, she's actually moving. Yeah. But now it's like, I genuinely don't know if we're gonna, if we will ever come back because when we do come back, we find some, like, we find another reason why, like, we are so we sh- glad we moved. Yeah. yeah like and i mean we might have kids someday like that's what we talk about like and everything but i like don't know like i don't even know if that would make me move back like it's like to have our kids be closer to family yeah like it. that could be the only thing i think that would get us back there yeah. is if we were like okay we want them to be with our grandparents and mm-hmm. they can't really travel out to us anymore it's, that'd be the only thing that would get us closer it's tough i think it would definitely depend on like when we do have kids and like kind of what where the world is at at that time yeah for sure I it's just it's like I think it's so hard for me to like picture myself back yeah in the midwest even with kids like yes we don't want to rob our children from our family but at the same time like we don't want to go we don't want to go back to that like it's it's a battle that when that time comes like we'll definitely have to face but and that's it's tough that's truly the hardest part about moving across the country for me yeah and i think tisha can kind of test this too it definitely depends on who you are and what like what your your life and your values are like and how big family is for you but like leaving my family was the hardest part like i still think about we were sleeping at my parents' house the night before we got in the car and drove all of our belongings out to Connecticut because we had moved out of our apartment and we needed somewhere to stay. And I was sleeping on my parents' couch that night because my cat was... or two of my cats are still there. And my cat was snuggled with me on the couch. So I just vividly remember that moment. And I have a photo of it because I took a picture of me and my kitty and in that moment i just remember being like i don't so many emotions from like feeling sick to my stomach because I didn't know what the future held because we were just about to do something so crazy. Yeah. But also because I was leaving my family and I knew like my mom and dad were moving out there, what not moving, like helping us move out there. So they were coming with us the next day, which helped. But I knew that the second they left us in Connecticut, I was going to feel some sort of way mm-hmm. and just saying goodbye to all of our friends. Yeah. Like all of those things had that like pit feeling in my stomach. And that was the hardest part for me. Mm -hmm. And just like knowing I didn't have friends in Connecticut, like I had to rebuild new friendships. Like that is so scary. Meeting friends when you're an adult is hard. Shout out to Bumble BFF. But I, looking back on it, don't regret any of it. I'm so glad we're out here. Like we've met some of the most amazing people. We live our life as like, ourselves yeah we have and our family out here we have our chosen family yeah out here mm-hmm. and our family comes and visits all the time well yeah some of them and honestly like i couldn't ask for anything more <laughs> yeah and we right. get to see our family quite a bit like i mean it's been different because of the wedding we go back all the time for that so we get to see them but it's just like we're living our life yeah now, and i think know? that your like your mom and like your brother and dad whatever like i think when they come out here like they actually like to see like our life out here because it is different yeah and there's a lot of like fun things to do and like they see how well we're doing when we're here and it's just like i know i love when we have people that come visit yeah and like it's not for everybody like i acknowledge that my parents most definitely would hate living out here right like i know they would Mm -hmm. and my brother probably would too like and that's okay like, just like we don't care for living in Wisconsin, they don't care for living out here, but they do like to visit, you know, right. and they have fun when they come out here and visit, and that's enough for me, honestly. Yeah. I know, like, when we were back in Wisconsin this past time, like, my grandma had asked me, like, oh, like, do you think that you're going to be coming, you know, back to Wisconsin much after the wedding? And I said, honestly, no. No. I think like everyone obviously like we've have, we have gone back to Wisconsin multiple times this year because it is our wedding year um, and yes like I'm grateful to like see our family and everything but once the wedding is over with like I think it'll be like a once a year trip <laughs> Maybe, like, for Christmas. Yeah, for Christmas. We haven't been able to actually travel and, like, choose our preferred destinations since we got engaged, which was in 2021. Yeah, and it sucks. Like, the only place that we've, like, actually, like, legit traveled to is Wisconsin. And so, like, I am really excited to, like, have our uh, honeymoon. And then after the honeymoon, like, it's going to be no more Wisconsin trips. It's going to be crazy, like abroad trips that we're just so excited that we can finally do because we don't have to worry about going back to Wisconsin yeah I mean luckily for us like when we did move out here there was so much out here to explore and do because like we got to go to Massachusetts and see Boston and Salem Salem and Cape Cod And then obviously there's New York City which we go to all the time which isn't really new to us but like it's still fun every time we go. And there's Rhode Island and you can go see Vermont and New Hampshire in the fall. Like there's so much to do out here so we've at least been able to take like day trips and do fun things like that, but we truly have not gotten on a plane and went anywhere else except for Wisconsin since we've moved out here, except yeah. for a couple work trips I went on that were by myself. Right. And still that was to Indianapolis twice. So Midwest. <laughs> Um, so it's going to, that's what we're looking forward to. Like after the wedding and the honey, well, the honeymoon's Bora Bora baby. So I know. that's, that's going to be fun. But like next year, all of our travel plans, we are not going back to the Midwest. No, it's just not in our cards. And we won't actually be going home for Christmas this year. Right. Um, and I always say home, Wisconsin will always come out as home to me. Um, but we we aren't going back to Wisconsin for Christmas this year because our honeymoon is like mid December, and we're gonna get back probably like six days before Christmas, and it just we're not getting on a plane and going to Wisconsin oh, after yeah. we just got back from our honeymoon. So we're staying in Connecticut for Christmas, which will be new to us. And honestly, the first Christmas I'm spending away from my family ever in my entire life. I so think that's they should be, come to us. That's <laughs> gonna be a new feeling for sure. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, we probably won't get back to Wisconsin until next Christmas. So that's, yeah, we'll be there in August. Well, it's August. We'll be there in two weeks for our wedding. And then we won't be there for a year and a half again. I feel like likely. we've spent more time in Wisconsin this summer than we have in Connecticut. Like, that's it how it It does feel that feels. way. Because we've been there for weeks at a time. Every single yeah. month. June, July, and August. So, yeah. But, like, I cannot encourage you enough if you are considering like if you've been in your hometown your whole life or like you've been stuck in one place for a long time and you just you want to get out but you're scared do it yeah there's definitely more just do it there's more outside of your hometown and it might be hard to like see that but but the the thing is is like you can always go back yeah nothing is ever set in stone when you move yeah you may have gotten a job and you feel like you can't quit it but if you're miserable you can always go back your hometown will always be there for you or the town that you feel most comfortable in it'll always be there you can always go back but think about you get to you're in your 60s and you're looking back on your life and you're like i never tried that right i never tried moving to the east coast i never tried moving to the west coast i never tried moving to a new area and like getting out of my comfort zone Like, that would be my biggest regret had I not done this. And I'm so glad we did it. I think it's just, it's so important because you see different worlds and it's truthfully, like, eye-opening. And I'm so glad that we did it. Same. So do it. Get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, because you might realize that there's a place that's actually for you that you never knew. My favorite quote actually this is a quote that came about through a conference I was at through my job but my favorite quote is your comfort zone is a no progress zone. Mhm. Just like sit there and think about what that means to you personally because it can mean different things and be interpreted and whew, it can be interpreted differently by everybody but your comfort zone is a no progress zone. Yeah. Like just think about that. That truly opened my mind when i heard that quote for the first time i'm like yep i fucking love my comfort zone and you're right it is not getting me anywhere you were like a new person when you came back from that i know conference. i was like <laughs> what happened like, are you okay i love my comfort zone so much you do, but yeah. i am so thankful for the people that pull me out of it yeah especially you because you are like the number one person who has just yeah said fuck your comfort zone i'm sorry <laughs> no don't be sorry i needed that like you i did. feel like people need that yeah and we balance each other out in that way because we sometimes do. i have to bring you back to your comfort zone too yeah you know? it's true like it it's just you, you find that balance yeah and it's good it's good for us so yeah. push yourself out of your comfort zone little or big like you can start small you can start small something as simple as like taking yourself out for coffee and sitting in awkward silence by yourself for the first time enjoying a coffee like that's hard for people you know what's so funny though is that i actually think that's even harder than moving across the country (laughs) (laughs) like going to a restaurant and just sitting in there by yourself that's so true it is so hard but once you do it once like you're like, okay, that was kind of nice. Yeah. So start small, do something little that pushes yourself out of your comfort zone, and eventually, like, you're going to get used to it. And yeah. I feel like now I'm just used to it. Oh, And same. it's still hard, don't get me wrong. Like, I still have to really force myself out when there's something new that I've never done before, mm-hmm. especially, like, at work and stuff. Like, I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone all the time. Yeah. And it's hard. Hard and it is obviously, hence, comfort zone, very uncomfortable. Right. But like it is so rewarding mm-hmm. in so many ways, regardless yes. of what kind of pushing out of your comfort zone you're doing. Yeah. Like even me wearing a crop top for the first time in I summer, in like 2019, like Tisha got me into a crop top. I was like, that was out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And then now I do it all the time and I feel good about myself. Like it, you learn about yourself when you push yourself out of your comfort zone. You do. You learn so many things and you almost like find yourself a little bit too. Because you might push yourself out of your comfort zone and be like, nope, that was not for me. And that's okay. Right. But you might push yourself out of your comfort zone and say holy shit why didn't i do this sooner yeah i mean moral of the story is like at least you tried yeah like you can't say you didn't try yeah. and if you can say you didn't try you might regret it so yeah. just do it i love how this podcast started off with like us saying mm-hmm. like you know moving across the country was life-changing but now it's like more of like an inspirational podcast <laughs> of, like. <laughs> but that's it goes hand, it goes hand in hand it, it really does. does because that was the biggest thing we ever did yeah, we took the so, leap and we love our life out here, and we just don't know if we'd ever go back because this is home. This is this is home now, where we feel safe. Yeah, but maybe now we need to get out of here because if this is our new comfort zone, no, I'm kidding. No, you're right. We are. We're moving next month. We are moving not out of Connecticut. So. Yeah, just into a new place. So, yeah, I don't know. Do, something, next- do something today that makes you feel different. Yeah, that pushes that's you my, out of your That's comfort my zone. challenge for all of you. I'm going to do something today that makes me feel different. I don't know what yet, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to report back. Okay, next week yeah. we'll find out what that was that Rach did. Does that mean I have to do something too? Because I don't know. I'll think of something. <laughs> we'll think of something. All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Blondes Out Loud. Episodes are released every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then the blondes are out.